Uh, welcome to episode 49 of Those Muckrakers. We've almost made it to 50 episodes. Uh, I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And uh, man, um, it's been an interesting news week, and I've got a nice smorgasbord, if you will. A, I felt like Templeton going through all the news, going, mmm, this is delicious. Ah, uh, yes, just a, a buffet of insane things that happened this week, both with I, um, Trump and the general GOP. I really hate it when someone says, like, a buffet of things, because uh, when I first started doing stand-up, our big break, <laughs> we had the local news came to, like, do a thing about, like, oh, these guys are doing stand-up. And I'll never forget Go the ahead. guy who was in charge of it. Uh, he, he got, like, uh, he, since he was running it, like, he got this screen time, and he goes... It's a buffet to entice your laughter <laughs> or your money so, back. Like, so now every time someone says buffet, you think about that? Yeah, when they're talking about it in performance, they're like, oh, it's a buffet of theater. And I'm like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> that was smart. That... Oh, it's just like your uh, trigger whenever people talk about the fundamentals of the economy or ah, ba da ba da You're yeah, like, whenever you people motherfucker, s- you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, whenever people say our fundamentals are strong, I go, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, do you? I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to use That's, that in the... I'm going to use... A, it's a buzzword that used to mean something when someone said it a million years ago, and nowadays people just keep repeating it because they're just trying to fill up time on the air. I'm so going to use that next time I disappoint my girlfriend in the bedroom. Look, the fundamentals of our relationship are strong. Our, fu- so. our bedroom fundamentals are strong, so there's, you know, there's nothing to worry about there. You know, the stock market and, and such, you see, you'll see a course correction. Or <laughs> she's, she's gone. She's gone forever. Uh, and she's gone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that always yeah. There are so many weird things that trigger me, but in weird ways of a guy who's led a weird, sad life. Not like a, I've been through trauma. Just like the word <laughs> buffet to entice your laughter. Our fundamentals are strong. Those things always upset me. Now, the, because the fundamentals of this podcast are strong, we have an amazing we, buffet coming up. That's what next we should. That's what we should have told that dude that, like, uh, our one hater that stopped talking to us. <laughs> the fundamentals like, well, of this we, podcast yeah. are strong. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we think the fundamentals are strong. It's a buffet of news to entice your, your brain. So uh, uh, j- just to, uh, to tease the buffet of the brains of our listeners, next week coming up, we have a very special episode 50 planned. Uh, By planned, I mean already recorded. It's good. Why would you tell them that? I want them to think it's new and fresh. It's new and fresh. Yeah, and recently recorded. Pop- Pop up um, fresh recently, very recently. So I want to start us off with something that I found incredibly sad and poignant at the same time. Okay. Um, I read this. The, uh, so you ever like see a guy that's an actor that you know, but like you didn't know, and you go, "Oh, he's been in all the stuff." Um, he, yes, legend- constantly. I'm terrible at remembering names and faces, so I'm like, well, "Oh, you're the guy. You're the guy, uh, Matt Damon, or something like that." <laughs> well, legendary actor and comedian Bill Conley. Uh, is dying uh he he's uh god he was in the last samurai he was the old man in the boondock saints um oh yeah he was in a ton of stuff so he has um uh what is it it's it's uh ugh, i can't even think now i'm looking at the article um, this has been a terrible week for uh celebrity deaths like bob well, einstein died that broke my heart parkinson's disease that's what he has i'm sorry i was i was it's right there he has parkinson's disease uh, and he gave an interview about it, and I think he did a um, he did a uh, a documentary about like you know him dying of Parkinson's, and so I'm going to read you these quotes, and it's terrible, but it's beautiful at the same time. He says, uh, "My life is slipping away, and I can feel it, and I should. I'm 75. I'm near the end, but it doesn't frighten me. It's an adventure, and it's quite interesting to see myself slipping away. Bits slip off and leave me. Talents leave, and attributes leave." I don't have the balance I used to. I don't have the energy I used to have. I can't hear the way I used to hear. I can't see as good as I used to, and I can't remember the way I used to remember. Um, He also acknowledges, he says, it's going going to get worse, and he goes, there's still time to go yet. There's still places to go, new friends to make, and maybe new songs to write and sing and new jokes to tell. Man, like, I wish I could face just minor inconveniences the way this man is facing his slow death. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I have. Um, I scared a lady today on accident because of a minor inconvenience I'm facing. 
just speaking of not being able to face things very well, so I have to get the cabinets in my apartment redone, right? That means I'm going to lose like three days to people coming in here and working on it. So I went to the front office to um, talk to the lady about it. It's like, well, when do I have to do this? I mean, are they just going to be in here? And she's like, yeah, and also after it's done, it's going to be an extra $20 on your rent. And you're charging me! And like, she was like really tense and white knuckling the whole time I was talking to her because I forget myself sometimes. I forget that I'm relatively tall and Mel and is this you know, you fit, just... fit, fit enough to pose a danger to someone if I was legitimately mad. She didn't realize I just act out sometimes whenever I'm upset about something that's going to be uh, obnoxious. Is this so... where you just you just like you just looked her in the eye and you go, I can feel it all slipping away. <laughs> old old cabinets I used to know, old friends. And she's like, Um, I'm calling security. Yeah, but I mean I didn't realize what you know that I was frightening her until I went to leave and I heard her go, Whew. And I was like, oh, and I like winced at that because I'm like, oh, shit, I was being scary, wasn't I? Should have got back and apologize, you jerk. You're turning was, into an I, old I man. Ha- I was halfway out the door. I thought about, oh, I need to go apologize, but like, I don't know. I just kept going. It's like, eh, it's fine. I'm just going to leave. She's probably you're, happier this way. You're turning into an old man. You've lived there so long that like any minor differences, you're like, what? Huh? Huh? No. Hey. What? Huh? Except you're in the body of a young, angry man. Uh, not that young anymore. I'm old now, Peter. I can feel it all slipping away. Abilities I used to have, attributes. Oh, poor Billy Conley. I want to see the documentary. Like he's he's always been a uh, he just he's the, he's the old guy that showed up and stuff. I go, oh yeah, that dude. I love that guy. But uh, speaking of, uh, Bob Einstein passed this week, and that broke my heart because I used to watch his cartoon when I was a kid. Oh yeah, Super Dave. Uh, we lost Super Dave Osborne, who. Uh, I was introduced through Matt, and God, that guy was hilarious. Did Matt actually, like, recreate some of his stunts, break a few bones, and then you learned about him whenever Super Dave came to visit him in the hospital because he was cool like that? And he'd be like, kids, don't inter- imitate what I do! <laughs> I don't think, uh, yes, no? I think we imitated his stunts not on purpose just because we were, anytime that you could find something high and then an old mattress put on the ground, you were like, what would happen if we would jump <laughs> off this onto this, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. We did the, yeah, the, the so most Super Dave, Super Dave Osborne, Daredevil for Hire. The most Super Dave stunt we did ever do once was we crashed a riding lawnmower into a fire hydrant and part of it fell off. <laughs> nice. Was I there for that? No. So I remember was... getting up to shenanigans with uh, shopping carts involved. That was years before we knew you. Ah. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was still so. doing that into my teens. Like a we, also, we also lost Mean Gene Ogerman, which was sad. Yeah, same day, too. Famous WWF announcement. Well, the thing about, like, Mean Gene Ogerman, though, was he always looked like... Because I grew up with him looking like he was 75. Ah. Like... Yeah, how how old was he this week? 75. Oh, gotcha. But, like, he just kind of looked like a slightly dusty version of himself. I saw a picture of him. And he didn't age, he just got dusty. Because he always had, like, that mustache... And that kind of like bald on top look, even when I was a kid. And so, uh, as a kid, you assume everybody's like 103. That's absolutely true. I literally have a poem that I wrote when I was 14 years old. I found it the other day because I wrote it on a shirt. I found the shirt. And in it, I'm talking about uh, Bob Dole. And literally, the last line of it is And Bob Dole did this at the age of 103. Um, how old is Bob like, Dole oh. now? I don't know, 103. Now, he's got to be like in his 80s, maybe. Remember we used to do Bob Dole facts? Remember that? I Oh, I do remember. That's right. That was our uh, retort to uh, Buttery Mel's. But what about Bob Dole? <laughs> what, right, about Bob what about Dole Bob Dole? Oh, speaking of, we have Buttery Mel's news this week. Because oh, the, uh, the Republican House uh, investigation finally concluded all of its reports on Hillary Clinton's emails. All of the investigations they had ongoing with it finally concluded this week, and their final report came out, and it is nothing. They found nothing. They had no final statements to give. They just sort of closed it quietly and backed away and hoped no one would notice. Yeah, it was a fucking scam, and it always was a scam. There was never anything to that. Look, you gotta learn how to put some positivity on that. I I hope to one day be part of a multi-year, multi-million dollar uh, bullshit investigation. Because that seems like a great job. You know you're not doing anything. You're just going into a closed room and eating sandwiches and reading articles online. That's about it. Like, you're not actually doing any work. 
Uh, it's like the uh, the club that uh, Mob almost jo- joined in Mob Psycho 100. It's just this little club. I don't know what any of those things are. <laughs> I know. I thought that that would confuse you, so I said it. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it's just like this own private little club where people well, just sort of go to hang out. Well, what the fuck is it? Like, I can't be the only one that doesn't know what that is. <laughs> All right. It's, uh, it's a show, in a, an amazing show made by the same guy that made One Punch Man. Of okay. So one of the, it's, a, it's uh, one an of the anime parts. thing. Yeah, one of the parts is about high school clubs, and there's this one high school club that's just sort of there to take up space, and they have, like, this little room off to the side that's all their own. And the class president's trying to uh, get them to leave so that he can put some real club members in there, but they want their own private space to keep to themselves so that they can have their snacks. Well, they're short short one member. uh, They turned up the uh, requirements, so you need one more member for them to uh, be able to remain a club. And they tried to get Mob to sign up to be a member of their club. And so after they gave him the full pitch, he turned and joined the other club that wanted to move in. So then they had to get kicked out. It was really funny, actually. And speaking of, that would make uh, Mob Psycho the new Nancy Pelosi, basically, moving into the house. Right, so they have to end their stupid private club and go away. Exactly. Um, so uh, I am in love. So the new Congress, uh, the new Democratic uh, House has been sworn in, and I am in love. Oh, my God. Finally. It's, I almost wish that we could have done a podcast leading up to the old House being kicked out and this new House being sworn in. Well, there's because right now that, it's so good. <laughs> there's something that made me mad. So I'm super happy for it, but there's something that made me mad. Uh, so it does include the first Muslim and Native American women elected to Congress, Two of the youngest women and a record number of women overall, and it's the most racially diverse lawmaking body ever in America. How yeah. the fuck have we not had a Native American woman elected to Congress and it's 2019? Hell if I know. But Native Americans mind, were here first! I don't get that! They were but, first in line! Yeah, yeah. And keep in mind that all the diversity on the Democrat side, the Republicans are all white men. Well, right? I don't Just even all give white a men shit. as far as the eye could see. I don't even give a shit that they're on the Democratic side. What they're doing is they're fucking up the establishment milquetoast Democrats. Right, um, that's that's a good thing. But all everything that's good in this land seems to come from the Democrats. Not that you know we are Demo- Democrats ourselves, but we believe in justice and fairness and not just letting everything remain corrupt as shit. Well, there's and a, there, that's there's why a, we have to vote Dems until we can destroy the current Republican administration, replace them with something better, and then we can actually have choice again. Well, the, this this amazing saying, so one of the one of the congresswomen from Michigan, uh, Rashida Tlaib, I'm sure I'm, I'm butchering her last name, she had this quote that made conservatives mad, and I, I loved it. She's the first Palestinian-American elected the, to Congress. Oh, was that and, the motherfucker person? Yeah, so she said, uh, she goes, and when your son looks at you and says, Mama, you won. Bullies don't win. And I said, Baby, they don't because we're going to go in there and we're going to impeach the motherfucker. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God! Yes! Yes! And I can't believe, yep. I can't believe anybody had the fucking balls to be like, Whatever happened to decorum and con- you can, um, you're a leader. Uh, really? With President yeah. Pussy Grabber? Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, have they not paid attention to literally everything? fucking trump has ever said also if you crack a history book congress has been a very horrible and violent place uh i'm listening That's to a it. podcast about like congress back in the day there was a congressman that pulled a gun on another congressman and the congressman he pulled a gun on opened his shirt and goes let the assassin fire if he dares like <laughs> you had a south carolina congressman uh beat an, i think it was a massachusetts congressman almost to death with a cane pre-civil war so like Fuck decorum. Like, the Congress has never been a place of decorum. Like, it's always been a violent, angry place. Yep, yep. Now, speaking of butchering people's names and people being sworn into a Congress, us, as the uh, official, unofficial podcast of... Uh, I can't even remember her first name. And the, You're talking yeah, about Ocasio Alexia Cortez? Alexia Cortez, that's the one. Oh, my God. She, she is finally officially a senator, and it's funny the gop is like super upset at her because at one point she owned a house and at another point she danced in college just, Whoa, the scandal! i just want you to say this several times in your head Beetlejuice. alexandria ocasio cortez alexandria ocasio cortez uh, uh space cortez uh, we're never going to become her official podcast i know but we are her official unofficial podcast but yeah, there was a video of her dancing on a rooftop when she was in college, and everyone was like, oh, they tried to embarrass her, so then, like, everyone just loved her even more because she's just precious and wonderful. Yeah, yeah, and she released a uh, 
a tweet saying, oh, man, if they're mad that women dance, wait till they find out that congresswomen dance, too. And uh, that got, like, 400,000 likes in, a, in an hour. Well, I saw one where she was, like, dancing on her uh, way into her office, and they were playing that, like, huh, whoa, uh, what is, what is it, good it good for? for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. Say it again now. Yeah, like, and I was like, oh, so God, if they this are... fucking Congress. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, uh, I mean, the same people that are saying, oh, she's dancing, that's a scandal. We're like, oh, Kavanaugh raped a bunch of people in college, that's fine. He can be SCOTUS for life. Well, look, I'm not defending Kavanaugh. There was a very strong possibility that he attempted to rape a woman in college. He also, chances are, if you attempted to rape somebody, you've probably done it before, because I doubt that was his last, but... First or last. First or last. But the idea is, so that claim was substantiated. I don't believe anyone else has come forward. But, but, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying that uh, his behavior during that, uh, like his, 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 his defense over his past and his behavior, I felt disqualified him. His temperament disqualifies him from being... Extraordinarily uh, so. Like, yeah. Even if, let, let's say, hypothetically, he never raped a soul, him sitting there crying and saying, I like beer! That's insane! Plus, his opening gambit was, this is all a hit job by Hillary Clinton and the Democrats, and I'm going to get my revenge on them Dems. Oh, you just wait. It's like, you know, if somebody, acu- if, somebody, if somebody accused me of uh, rape I didn't do, I would be like, I did not do it, and yeah. there is no evidence because I did not do it. Right, but also he's supposed, as a SCOTUS, he's supposed to be completely fair and impartial. How can he possibly claim impartiality when his opening yeah. gambit is to say he's going to get revenge on half the uh, but it's, half it's, of government? But this this new this new Congress, what you're seeing is this is this is you know like it's the same reason I hate when people start like bitching about millennials. It's like uh-huh. bitch, millennials are like in their 30s now, like. Yeah, we I'm a millennial, are... and I'm, like, knocking on heaven's door. I'm close to 75, like, uh, what's-his-face? Oh, mean Gene Ogerman? Yeah, yeah, I'm closer to 75 than So all these, all these old people that are kind of propping the GOP up, you're now becoming irrelevant. You don't matter. You are retiring. You are not working. You're not, like, you're not contributing. You're just hoarding your wealth like a dragon from The Hobbit. Um, yeah. You know, a, like... A dragon on this massive hoard of gold just retaining power. Speaking of um, retaining power and the Congress, someone mentioned something. They called uh, Mitch McConnell like Turtle Tywin Lannister. Oh. And someone said, yes, that's so perfect. And mm-hmm. then they had like this quote saying, you know, could you imagine how much power I'd have to give up to become president of the United States? It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. In his current position, Mitch McConnell is clearly the most powerful politician in, a, in America. Well, possibly the world. Well, that kind of like that kind of ties into like Trump gave some meeting the other day where he had like this Game of Thrones mock-up poster with a picture of him that says that was so sanctions are coming. Yeah, like how dare you try to hijack a popular show in which you would probably be stabbed to death because you're definitely Fat Joffrey. You know? Yeah, like, uh, you'd be, like, poison, and this KFC would have poison in it or something. You'd be like, oh, no, disaster. Look, his face turns I think purple. when you're playing the Game of Thrones, right, when you're like, ooh, uh, who would I be? Would I be Would I be Tywin Lannister? Would I be Cersei? You have to be honest with yourself, you know what I mean? Yep. I'm not a main character. I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. Uh, I, I can't... Oh, go ahead. I'm pretty sure I'm one of the big fat guys... Not like a king, just one of his men-at-arms that's all like, King of the North! And then I get stabbed to death by the Lannisters in battle. That's 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 probably my arc. Or maybe, possibly, if I'm really lucky, uh, I think someone was once like, you're like Sam, you're like Samwell. You're like Samwell Tarly. And I'm like, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> and then they tried to they tried to change it into like a comedy. They go, but he killed a he killed a white walker. And I'm like, dude, he's like a chubby version with like <laughs> He with, fell on a White Walker and accidentally stuck it with its weakness. Yeah, they beat him with swords. His dad sent him away because he was too weak. I mean, he's a great character. He's a great arc. I don't want to be Samwell. I'm like, that's not that's not what I want. But his that, girlfriend finds him a slight upgrade over her father. Yeah, who impregnated her. So that's probably. Um, I guess maybe that's my that's my arc. You know, you just gotta find a, a girl that was knocked up by her father and raised the baby. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying if I I'm just being honest about Game of Thrones and they might have been right. But if you're going to be if you're going to be in somebody think, in Game of Thrones, you got to you got to think about it. I think in 2011 I would have been a shoe in for a Tyrion, but I'm just I'm not that anymore. I've gone too far away from that. I don't drink anymore. Oh, you don't drink enough? Yeah, not nearly enough. I could see you being a good Tyrion. Uh Wesley would definitely be uh uh what's his name? Uh the the eunuch, the bald guy. <laughs> Yes, one hundred percent. Uh, what was it? Vis- was it? Vi- it wasn't viscery, was it? It was. Oh fuck! I oh, got viscery, something like that. It's anyway, the bald eunuch, but he's Wesley. Trust me, it's a compliment. The even master, though, yeah. Even though master... you have to get your balls cut off, you would be the person who he spoke to birds too, didn't he? Oh, yeah. he is Wesley. <laughs> yes, he would be the master of of, of whispers. Like a little bird told me, I saw a bird. You know, like he would just he would be impossible <laughs> to kill because he's too squirrely. <laughs> I saw a bird that told me that a ho ha ho ha ho. Yeah, so yes. my point is, if the president I wants to play Game of Thrones, time. you know he's Joffrey. Like, you're, you're nobody but Joffrey. Your daddy was rich. He left you a kingdom. You're a petulant child. You're fucking Joffrey. Yep. And he fucking... God damn, I can't believe he had a real cabinet meeting with a goddamn goofy meme front and center for all the cameras to see. And Oh yeah, what? fucking sanctions are he talk is he talking about there's no sanctions coming out there's tariffs i tariffs assume that are he's coming i assume he's going to figure out who our next biggest trading partner is and then sanction them probably because right now all he's doing is fucking up and making everything way worse for the whole world that's why the dow keeps dropping by 500 points a day well, i've got good news and i've got bad news oh what no what do you want first well, which one would make the best sense in the narrative Oh, I guess we're going to go with the Game of Thrones narrative, the bad news first. All right, what's the bad news then? Uh, I got a really great article here by The Atlantic called What the President Could Do If He Declares a State of Emergency. Oh. Um, so let us, this, let us I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to read you the whole article, uh, but the idea is that a president, if declaring a state of emergency, has broad powers to do anything from, like, shut down the Internet um, to uh, deploying troops to quell, like, unrest... Um, generally they can't suspend habeas corpus. Generally Congress does that, but, uh, it's so broad that he could also do that. The reason I bring this up, cause we've always said that what happens if he just shuts down the government? Um, he did. He, well, like he it's actually shut down, but yeah, well, he said, uh, that he, uh, would declare a state of emergency, uh, if he did not get his funding for the wall. Did he? Yeah. So he's going to um, do a serious declare martial law, shut everything down for real? Uh, well, I mean, like, he says he would, but, like, uh, it's Maybe one of those, like, it. it's, yeah, it's one of those but, things. Would well, would they let him? Because there are some okay. rules to it. Everyone, please keep in mind that uh, back during the campaign trail, Trump lied uh, 97% of the time. I swear to God, according to PolitiFact, a non-part, you could say, oh, they got, they're clearly partisan if they haven't lied that much. No, factually, he lied that much. PolitiFact is nonpartisan. It's given Obama lie of the year before, so they're not partisan, right? They don't play favorites. Trump lied 97% of the time on the campaign trail, and after he went on teleprompter, or started using teleprompters, um, his truth fullness went from a three percent to four percent so it increased a bit on average but this motherfucker lies so goddamn much that him saying he's going to do anything means nothing it means nothing in fact it's most likely fucking odds are uh, fucking odds are if he says something the opposite is true if you're um, looking if you're looking it up i look at it as um the whole truth being like well, three or four percent, so everything wanted, else is a lie. I don't count yeah. half truths as truth. I wanted to pull up the actual thing what he says. So it was in his whole thing where he often oh, threatened. Law. Okay. Yeah. So I've he threatened it. a year-long shutdown uh, of the government and a national emergency if he doesn't get his funding. Okay. Um, Let him do it. I fucking yeah. dare him. He's not going to so, get the wall. It's too expensive. Uh, yeah, it's because I. It's like it would make no sense. It's just a thing. Uh, for his vanity, but he said, um, so this is, he was in the Rose Garden, uh, and he says, this is about security we're talking about, we're not talking about games. When asked if there's any safety net for workers going without pay as the shutdown continues, he says the safety net is going to be having a strong border. He also floated <laughs> another way he could get his wall. He's such a dotard. So he, he, he floated another way he could get his wall, declaring a state of national emergency over border security to build it without congressional approval, and he says, I could do it Can't. if I wanted. No, he couldn't. Um, so, uh, 
I could tell you yeah. why you couldn't. Um, because if he declared the uh, military as being the constructors of the wall, that's picking a contractor. That's not paying for it. That's not giving them the necessary building materials. That's not doing anything else that's required to actually build the wall. That's just picking a contractor. That's like, Peter, I declare you to build me a castle. Cool. Well, how are you going to fucking do it? With what time, with what money, with what material, with what plan? Exactly. Well, that that's the, all it is. The well the danger doesn't come from the wall, the danger comes from Of course from, not. Like, Him if he declares the Castle of America over. If he declares a national emergency, he has to like he's already said it would be over border security, so he has to say what powers he's using and then he has to check back in with Congress every six months. I, I guess magic missile. Yeah, he has to check he has to check back in with Congress every six months. It's very arbitrary. So the problem with this is is just over time. Uh, you know, each presidential crisis, they have, um, they have, they have basically broadened and built up more, you know, emergency powers. Yeah. Uh, the idea being that in the event of a national emergency invasion or rebellion that the president can quickly respond, but they've never backed off of them. And anytime they've been challenged, um, in the court, the Supreme Court has upheld the constitutionality of it. The only exception being that, uh, Harry Truman wanted to, uh, I guess, take over st- steel mills for the Korean War, and they were like, nah. But yeah, basically, there's a lot of stuff they can do um, under that. Uh, I don't even know if you can remove a president after they've declared, uh, you know, martial law. Can you remove him now? (laughs) Yeah, I wish. But I'm assuming that you can't. But, so that's the really bad news. Like, that's the frightening news that, like, uh, I don't know if he, I don't think he knows how to do it, so that's, I hope no one puts it on his desk. I hope he doesn't read this article that I'm reading by The Atlantic, because it basically, he's sorry, not a he reader. Read. if someone reads it to him with pictures, I hope someone doesn't go, <laughs> and here's something else that you can do, because, yeah, um, but he is a coward, and he has backed down on a number of occasions, and let us pray to God that saves us. Yeah, the only reason he's backing the wall is he decided to make the wall an issue, and he decided... He decided to make this an issue. He decided this is going to be something he's doing now, mostly just as a distraction from the fact that he and his entire family is about to be arrested. So he's creating a lot of huffing and puffing. But he can't well, do anything because the government, uh, the, the Dems aren't going to buckle. You know how the Republicans were elected to say no to Obama mm-hmm. uh, back in 2010? Well, these Democrats were elected to impeach this motherfucker. So no. that's all they're going to do, say no to him and try and impeach him. You ready for more bad news? There's more? Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so this is about the shutdown. So uh, I did a bunch of research because I was confused about the shutdown and, like, if Congress could go around him. Uh, now, basically, uh, what can happen is the House will uh, unanimously, not unanimously, but with enough, with enough, far margin, will pass a spending bill or stopgap spending measures with, as we predicted, some Republicans coming over to their side. But problem is uh, Mitch McConnell has control of the Senate and he refuses to let a bill come to the floor uh, that the president will veto. Uh, now, um, so if the House passes it, but the Senate won't because the president will veto it, it's dead in the water. But we've already seen that, like, Mitch McConnell is as mercurial as uh, uh, fucking water. So, like, you know, his whims will change uh, yeah. with the days. And I think if it can be politically advantageous to save face to pass a spending bill... I think they can they can go around the president. They had the numbers. The last spending bill they had, if he had not vetoed it last minute, it would have gone back and they could have passed it again because you only need a two-thirds majority. But if the Senate doesn't get on board, then the deadlock continues. Yeah. So, I mean, if they would just cooperate, they could go over his head, but that's probably not going to happen. Um, so, in American terrorist news... I- just this is sort of adding on to all this him declaring martial law trump also this week threatened to uh, shut down the southern border entirely if he doesn't get his wall right that's one which, of the many things he has said right which is great because mexico is, is one of our biggest trading partners yeah this is a i count this as a terroristic threat but and also the world's most expensive temper tantrum because this move would cost america 558 billion dollars and 5 million jobs Right. And I could actually break this down. The U.S. exports to uh, Mexico, machinery, uh, services, vehicles, minerals, agricultural. I, I can break it all down, but yeah, it works out to uh, more than half a trillion dollars. Right. AKA, I don't know. AKA it would cost us one quarter how much building the wall would take. 
per so year. So this is well, this is also making me like realize how much I don't know about specific civics because without declaring martial law, can the president just shut down a border completely? I don't know. I'm not sure if he can do that, but I would hope that McConnell would stop him because uh, that would bankrupt America. Like, yeah. our economy would be fucking destroyed, and McConnell's as powerful as he is because he's, like, super good buddies with a lot of people in big business. Yeah. So all the people in business would be like, oh, this would destroy your business. You have to stop him. And he'd be like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Well, the problem is, you know, like... He's a mad dog, uh, like he's like a rabid dog, and like yeah, it's great when you can weaponize him to use him against your enemies. Yeah. Uh, but what happens when he turns on you, and not even the power of Mitch McConnell uh, can stop him from doing something that'll destroy the American economy? I, I don't know. You know, but I have I have one other bit of shutdown news though. Yeah, what's going on? What this, this is just fun. So, um, <clears throat> looking back over the past few years, hurricanes have been horrific for um pretty much uh, trump's entire presidency right uh yeah. this is something mostly beyond his um control though according to who was it um palin said that um sins create hurricanes but anyway that's neither here nor there well a lot of We've evangelicals had... have come up with the uh with the, the, the yeah, God's punishing us by sending hurricanes. But today. you know, I heard a great comedian once that said, "If if God is sending hurricanes because of gay people, do you really think that the military wouldn't have weaponized them? And then anytime you want to fight a war, you just send a uh, a gay platoon to stand out there and call in the hurricanes." True. Also, if it's the gay people that are doing it, then why do the hurricanes keep hitting the East Coast instead of the West? Yeah, I don't know. Why do so many evangelicals suffer whenever like bad things happen? Uh, yeah, why did uh, what was that? What was that guy's name that's had too much plastic surgery that locked people out of his church during a hurricane? Oh, uh, I, I I can't remember. I can't remember. But one 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 televangelist is just like the other. But yeah, like there was a storm in Texas and people were like, "Please let us in," and he's like, "No." <laughs> he's like, "I will not allow you to ruin God's carpet." Like. Uh, and then they tried to lie and say that it wasn't, wouldn't have helped or whatever, and I'm just like, Bullshit. oh, God, you're such you're such a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we've had uh, Harvey, Irma, Maria, Florence, Michael. These were all just crazy destructive and crazy expensive for the United States to recover from, right? The property yeah. damage from these five hurricanes alone virtually equal all eight years' worth of hurricanes from both Obama and Bush. And global warming, but that's neither here nor there. You know, global climate change creating worse hurricanes, more hurricanes. But anyway, I digress. So, of course, the federal government right now is working day and night to make certain that in 2019, this process is not repeated so that, and FEMA shut down. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It's terrible. It's going to affect a lot of people's lives. But I do love the, like, and it's gone. Yep. So yeah, uh, uh, last two years have been insanely destructive. This coming year, probably we're going to see the trend continue, and the people that are trying to make sure that that doesn't happen can't work. I womp will womp. say, because you know, uh, New York they're, is overdue. FEMA's part of the furloughed people. New, New York is overdue for a massive hurricane, and I don't really? want it to happen, but if it does... You need, I, you need more gay people there. I know you already have a lot of gay people, but if you stuff it completely full of gays, then the hurricanes will never hit you, and the South will just take it up the ass. I, I just want to see Trump Tower hit by a hurricane. <laughs> I, I hope there's like a super localized hurricane that only hits Trump Tower. Pretty much. It just materializes over Trump Tower and then disappears as quickly as but, but, it Yeah, my, 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 my theory is that gay people create hurricanes and they send them to the southern states. So uh, well, my that, that's my is, new working theory. Well, my problem, though, with a hurricane hitting Trump Tower and only Trump Towers, you know that guy has like, um, like billions of dollars in insurance scams out the ass. So like... He would probably come out richer. Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. Damn. If his if his tower got destroyed, and then he would just build like, you know, five even more, more even more towers and not pay remember, for him. Yeah. Remember how Trump lied and said that uh, he saw Muslims cheering on nine eleven? Yeah. Well, there's actually interviews of Trump on nine eleven being told that the twin towers were knocked down, and his response was, "Oh well, I guess that means my tower's the tallest in New York now, huh?" Yeah, pretty much. Trump actually um, did cheer on 9-11, and his stupid followers believe, hey, it was the Muslims! No, it was him, and you voted well, for him! I've said this before, you keep trying to do the thing where you try to apply logic, and the thing is, like, people aren't going to believe anything negative about this guy. They're in a cult, man. By uh, the way, you just reminded of, me, I had, a really oh, great, I had a really great cult idea. You ready for this? And this is how we get rich. Uh, 
could I interject one thing right quick and then do the cult thing? Oh, God, if it's about where Trump lies, I'm just like, I don't care. Yes, it is. Uh, Because we just finished with 2018, this is our first podcast of 2019, I just want to say the 2018 total unique Trump lies amounted to 7,600. Just a fun fact. I mean, it's like the national debt. It's at a number where it's just like, who gives a shit? Because that's ridiculous. Yep. I mean, but, it's, uh, it's terrible, but it's also just like, that's insane. Like I, that. I, I, I know, but keep in mind the, that Obama was wrong about something once. It wasn't even a lie. He was just wrong about something once, and the GOP never let him yeah, forget it. And PolitiFact made that the lie of the year. You're still they trying, hammered him, and Trump has 7,600. You're still trying to apply like logic and reason to this, and that's not how they operate. Right. Well, let's find out how they operate. What is the cult idea? Uh, this is great, and I think maybe we, if we can use the podcast to start it, it would be awesome. All right. I thought, how great would it be if you started a cult, and the idea behind the cult was to infiltrate and absorb and take over other cults? Uh, maybe. So you just sort of borg the cults? Yeah, until we just create the biggest cult collective, right? And if we phrase we... it this way, I bet Wesley would be in on it. And anytime, what do we mean Wesley be in it? Wesley's going to be our god. Oh yeah, yeah. Where Perfect. he's gonna be? He's gonna be the unwill, un, unknowing figurehead of our cult, uh, because he's just <laughs> odd enough, but just likable enough, but just like he has nope. that way to blend in with anybody that like anybody could see themselves in the glorious leader uh, Wesley. So he's gonna be our figurehead. But our real thing is, once we get people in the cult and we get them believing, we're going to have a whole doctrine where we just go out and we infiltrate and take over all other cults, and it's gonna be awesome. I picture us like never telling him about it while it's going on. So he'll be getting on Facebook and saying, Oh, Peter Wilder, you wouldn't believe it. Another monk burned himself to death on my lawn again. This is getting ridiculous. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's super weird, Wesley. So uh, <laughs> are they still sending you the gold bars? Yeah, I don't know where they're coming from. Just uh, keep mailing them to me. I'll take care of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then we make him pay shipping, which is expensive because <laughs> gold bars are really heavy. <laughs> Guys, I'm really broke here. I don't know if I can ship any more gold bars. You got to. What else are you going to do with them? Oh, I guess you're right. They are taking up a lot of space. Um, but yeah, so that's my cult idea. So if we can start the cult of muckrakers, um, that would be amazing. And then we can just start taking over all the other cults by infiltration. It would be amazing. But see, this whole idea comes from once you've indoctrinated someone, right? You figured out how to indoctrinate someone and brainwash them, right? Then like... The idea is if they can be brainwashed by you, they can be brainwashed by anyone, right? Yeah, yeah. So then the the other cults are already doing our work. So they're already they're already ripe for brainwashing, so we just go in and take them. Basically, cults try to grind people down so that their brains are malleable, and then we swoop in and we reshape them to our whims, and then... Yeah, we're like those penguins that steal the nest rocks from other penguins for their babies. Yeah, or uh, I think cowbirds do that too. They knock the eggs out of like blue jay nests and lay their eggs. Yeah, pretty much. Or we don't even have to start the cult. We let the cult do all the legwork, come in, and then just take over, and then we use that as our. So we don't even have to do anything. We just have to watch a cult and like like a delicious hamburger on the grill. Going, it's about right. Let's move in. <laughs> this could work. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm in. Um, so now we just have to find a cult. The trick is, though, to find a cult but not get recruited. Yeah. Yeah, I just wish that we could, uh, somehow, like, work our way into, uh, Rupert Murdoch's will so that we take over Fox News when he goes. Yeah. And then, owning Fox News, we'd have the biggest cult in America on our side. Yeah, the cult of Fox News would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and then we can get Wesley elected president through the Electoral College. Oh, my God. I think which, that's what this country needs is President the, Wesley. The Democrats have already put forth the bill, um, which dissolves the Electoral College, by the way. but Really? Yeah. Do you yeah, think it? They already put it together, but the, well, the Senate's going to veto it. Will it We're going to need the... Democrats all the way down to get rid of the Electoral College. Maybe, but like, I've been seeing some stuff where I think, was it Ted Cruz that supported it? Maybe. I mean... 
Trump did destroy the GOP just as much as he destroyed the uh, Dems, so maybe it would be better for them if they did get rid of it. And here's the thing. Trump, you could say he's definitely going to veto it, but we need someone who's smart and savvy to walk up to Trump and get him on camera and tell him, didn't you say that it would be easier for you to win the popular vote than the Electoral College. Why don't you put your money where your mouth is and abolish the Electoral College? That would make it easier for you, right? We're doing this for you. Oh, uh, 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 um, billions and billions, okay? Speaking of billions and billions news, did you see his uh, unhinged Rose Garden meeting today? Oh, God, which one was that one? Uh, a reporter asked him directly, didn't you say Mexico is going to pay for the wall? What and did he, he say? He repeated the lie that uh, the trade deal's going to make us so much more money that the wall's going to be peanuts compared to the billions and billions the new trade deal will be bringing in. And once again, if anyone's not aware, trade deals only make companies money. They make private citizens money, not the government. Okay? Sad. Um, I'm trying to find the Ted so, Cruz So we can't uh, use any of the, of the trade deal money to build the wall is what I'm getting at. What about Ted Cruz? I was trying to find that because he also has a, a new weird beard. Um <laughs> Which I'm so, not in support He's probably of. trying to get rid of his uh, blobfish um, silhouette. Uh, so, yeah, so I don't think it's hard. I don't think that we That's should get rid. <laughs> I don't think we should get rid of the Electoral College completely, but I don't know if it can be saved. I, um, I want to abolish it. Fuck it. It should be gone. I mean, it, I feel like it was part of the... Uh, yes. It's given, yeah, us, it's given us two of our last two Republican presidents. The idea was that it was supposed to act as an uh, insulator against electing a shitty demagogue um, like Trump, and it kind of didn't. Backfired. Because, yeah, so basically the Electoral College kind of works now the way the AIDS virus works. Instead of your immune system, which was what the Electoral College was supposed to be, instead of your immune system uh, fighting the virus, the virus has hijacked your immune system to spread itself throughout your body. And that's what the Electoral College has become instead of, like, insulating the country and making the elections more fair and equitable. Yeah. Instead of a tyranny by the majority, we have a tyranny by the minority. Yeah, and which, uh, the... The Republicans worked really hard to be able to twist and cheat to pull this off, but they eventually did it because the Democrats keep playing by the rules and they need to stop doing that because the well, Republicans I think that's, don't. Well, that's because remember, like the right the 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 the, uh, the establishment Democrats are are fucking milk toast Republicans. They they're the same uh, lobbyist listening to bribe taken. Uh, people that the Republicans are. The only reasons that the Republicans seem any different is because they're the ones getting the money right now because they're in, in power. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I guarantee you, uh, if you go back and look at the history of the Democratic Party within the next the last, like, you know, 30 to 40 years, and you watch them, they're indistinguishable from the Republicans for the longest time because mm -hmm. power was more closely balanced, and so the lobbyists are just, like, you know, paying off everybody. I... Um, that's why I'm I'm so excited by this these this new these new guard Democrats. I'm like fucking get them girls. Mm, this is gonna be good. Fuck them up. Fuck them up. This is the actual wrench in the system. Like a lot of derpies, like a lot of Trump's voters said that he was. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Trump, I forgot to mention during the cabinet meeting earlier. Did you know that like 90% of the cabinet people around him were only the acting members, not the actual members of his cabinet? I didn't know that, but that doesn't surprise me. Uh, like, uh, the acting attorney general, the acting this, the acting that. It's because he, uh, people quit faster than he can rehire them. And also, like, I, I'm not sure if he can even get anyone sworn in right now yet. But well, it gets, we'll it, gets, it gets even better. So apparently right now, I believe that the vice president and a bunch of cabinet members and people are about to get fucking pay raises. Yes, yes. Mike Pence, the uh, real doll vice president, gave himself and most of Trump's cabinet members a $10,000 pay raise while secretly lobbying House GOP to stick with Trump and not let the government reopen, which will force more than 400,000 other government workers to work without pay. I feel so, like I almost made a threat online the other day when I was arguing with somebody because they were just like, they did that whole thing. They, in not so many words, the whole like, well, if America's not the country you don't want to be, why don't you go live in Venezuela or uh, uh, Mexico or France? And I was almost like, you know, France is in pretty good, and when their politicians fuck up, people's heads get chopped off. So I'm just saying, maybe they got some ideas. Maybe they got some ideas. Just maybe they got some ideas. You know, they know how to take care of shit. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, because people are in the streets right now because they're pissed off. And so, yeah. Uh, my favorite story from France, I don't remember if I talked about it. So you have this huge protest going on. Uh, they call themselves the yellow vests, I guess, because they wear, like, safety vests. And the uh-huh. police employed to, um, to, like, attack the protesters or whatever ended up joining the protesters because they're like, yeah, we want better pay and working conditions. <laughs> nice. And I'm just like, oh, that's the best! When the poor that you have hired to kill the poor... Realize that, like, I'm poor, too, and then they turn on you. Oh, delicious. Uh, France uh. does have a history of uh, not putting up with elitist bullshit. Yeah, I man, mean, they was... also have a history of failing to um, rebel, but, I mean, they're persistent. They stick to it and eventually pull it off. What do you mean they have a history of failing to rebel? How many French rebellions were or revolutions were there? What? Wasn't there, like, the there was the French Revolution, right? There was, like, five before they I... succeeded. I thought it was just the French Revolution. There, there was a hold on. Let me get Benefield on Skype, and I'll ask him to summarize. No, no, I don't. This is just we're just gonna Google it. How many French revolutions were there before they succeeded? <laughs> I just want to know how many French uh, revolutions were there. Because um, uh, I thought you were making a joke about the Germans, and I'm like, you're a dick. Uh, French Revolution. It was a period of far-reaching social and political upheaval over the course of the 18th century. So, yeah, I guess there were a couple. Yeah, they, they tried over and over again. I'm pretty sure it was the fifth one where they finally succeeded. Uh, you know, they say fifth one's a charm. Oh, <laughs> this thing says it depends on how you count them. There's um, that, too. Many, many uprisings. Uh, farm revolts. Uh, there's, yeah, 1789, 1830. Yeah, yeah, there were a lot. Um, sorry, so you're right on that one. But I thought you were going to do that real dumb thing that I hate that Americans do when they go, hey, it's a, it's a, it's a buffet of revolutions. Hey, they're French. We hit to bail them out in WW2. Uh, no, you didn't. Uh, also, uh, the Russians did the heavy lifting. We've talked about that before. Um, oh, yeah. There's a comedian. I can't remember his name. I love it when he talks about, you know, how well, we're all, yeah, you know, we saved you in World War II. And he goes, did we? Did we, Bill? Because I don't remember crawling through the fucking trenches holding my guts in. I remember drinking a whole lot and then coming home and eating a whole bag of Cheetos. Don't remember crawling through <laughs> Flanders fields while getting taking shrapnel in the side. Don't don't remember that happening at all. Um, like the idea that just because we live in America, like we can take credit for everything that everyone else in America did. Oh God, Trump really is the American president. Yeah, man, he is the he is the end. He is the the ultimate distillation of like capitalism run amok. He's a late-stage democracy, just like how you've heard of the horrors of late-stage um, capitalism. Trump is late-stage America, okay? Sad. Yeah. he's he's ba- We've talked this before. He's basically the 80s guy from Futurama, if that guy became president and didn't have bonitis. My, my one regret is that I don't have bonitis. And my one regret is that Trump doesn't have bonitis. So, um, speaking of old and way past their age, here's a fun fact. Did you know that Nancy Pelosi is only the second person in the past 70 years to return to the position of Speaker of the House after leaving it? I didn't know that. Um, I'm glad Paul Ryan's out, and I fucking hope that just all the worst things happen to him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. He, He did nothing but, like, be a smarmy asshole, help no one, do nothing, and then he's gone. And, yep. I mean, Boehner left because the, the guy whose name was spelled like it was Boner. Boehner left because he saw how the tides were turning and that Trump was going to be the front runner and was going to be leading the GOP. And he was like, ah, I'm getting too old for this shit. And he who, bailed. Who is next in line when Nancy Pelosi dies of old age? I'm not sure. I, I'm sure that uh, that one person who is trying to succeed her will try again. But I don't think because he got, like, no uh, support whatsoever, I doubt it's going to be him. Uh, you know that uh, for a political podcast, man, we sure don't know our politics, but hey, that makes us like the common man, right? Ha! Yeah, the, the less we know, the more likely we are to get Trump supporters. Right? That's what we want. We want Trump listeners. We're begging you. <laughs> if you have a person in your life that both listens to podcasts and also 100% supports the president, please have them listen to our podcast because we want to give as many people aneurysms as possible. <laughs> as soon as they hear that we're the official, unofficial podcast of Anidia Cortez, or whatever her name is. Oh my god, you said it worse! It's Alexandria <laughs> Ocasio-Cortez. I'm an Abaca Cortez. You are ruining our chances at becoming... Oh, you son of a bitch. 
Look, once we get the Wesley cult up and running, he could definitely kidnap her. That's and a talk side. Her to... That's a side quest. Oh, you're that's right. That's a side quest. Also, don't talk about kidnapping a sitting member <laughs> of the fucking government. I'm talking about Wesley. Doing it. You're, you're, you know what? You're still complicit in the crime, man. Like, Damn. it's still conspiracy to come to 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 fucking kidnap uh, a sitting member of uh, the house. Uh, also, I definitely don't think that's going to get her to let us be her official podcast if you're talking about kidnapping her. Well, I mean, what's more official than having her on the podcast? Fucking, Screaming in the background. Jesus Christ. Ah, <laughs> oh, you fucking asshole. And it's like, and I'm not going to make it any better because the whole time I'm going to be trying to like fix the situation and be like, Shh, it's okay, we just, we, we kidnapped you because we love you. We're not going to hurt you. We promise we're not, we're just... We think you're great, and we just want you to be like, yeah, it's just, that's going to make we, it We creepier. talk about you all the time, and now we have you here. Let me just get a lock of your hair to, no, no, just to, it's, it's yep. okay, it's okay. I'm just going to send it to your family members to let them know you're okay. And, oh, this is making it so much worse. When the SWAT team comes for us, <laughs> I'm not even going to put up a fight. I'm just going to be like, yep, <laughs> this is about time. And we go to court, and they're like, do you have anything to say for yourself? And I'll be like... Uh, just, you know what? You guys make a decision. I'd just like to profusely apologize. <laughs> Put me in jail. I'm sorry. I, all I'm, right, Wesley, th th this is you and your cult's official orders from us right now. Uh, as soon as your cult is up and running, go and speak with Anidia Sarkeesian Cortez. And Well, the wait, one lucky thing is I'll never find her because you're going to end up coming back with a Polish, a Polish woman. Uh, <laughs> by, just because you got the name mangled. He's like, yeah, you start off. He said, get a... Amanda Vergustavaria Hoya Cantinal Cortez. He said, get Wadelski, uh, <laughs> Cynthia Wadelski, and I got her. Uh, yeah, so... Oh, ha, ha. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, um, I'm excited. I'm excited about this. Uh, and I really hope that, like, the Senate will get in line and not, like, and not go hardcore. Because, look, man, like, you want to come out of the smelling like a rose... As a Senate, you just you turn on him, you impeach him. Oh, we got rid of the monster, we killed him, yay! And then like, fucking put somebody else in, like, yeah. you know. And we keep saying like, I don't know how he still has any political capital left, and I don't know how it benefits anybody anymore to keep supporting him. It's uh, it's God, it's this whole episodical thing, right? Where every single day is a new episode in trump land and so every single morning he wakes up with all his political capital restored you know just like in a new episode of family matters no one's super mad at urkel um waldo geraldo faldo hasn't done anything too crazy i would i would love it though carl winslow is um all annoyed by his job and maybe he's on the rocks with his wife and by the end of the episode everything is blown up and then going back to normal to i do love the next episode i do love the idea of president urkel when they're just like the the, the economy is is tanking the the stock market is crashed did i, did do, I do that <laughs> <laughs> impeach steve impeached 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 get out i don't have to take this i'm going home i'm getting impeached <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> fucking president. Oh, president. Pre I almost called him president family matters. Because let's be <laughs> face it, like, when, when you were... Because growing up, like, you didn't remember the name of the show, like, you would just call it the Steve Urkel show, or you yeah. would be like, you know, that show with Steve Urkel and, uh, what was the dad's name? Family matters? <laughs> Steve Urkel's on, and, you know, they never did show Urkel's dad, speaking of dads in that show. But there they was talked a... about him constantly. Yeah. Like, I remember the grandma said, the man's a midget, and you punched him. Because Carl do... got into a fight with him. But you I, never yeah. saw him. I do remember that when Carl said, I put out my fist, and he merely ran into it. <laughs> I can see that happening. But that's weird. I wonder why they never showed him. Just, they pay less actors. I mean, they only had one set, or two sets, actually, the living room and the kitchen, right? Yeah. So that, that's all they could do, just sort of have people <laughs> interacting on those two sets on tell a stage you, but recorded before a live studio audience. They can't you, hire more actors. I disagree, but I don't know. There had to be some reason for it. Um, all right, uh, we're running close on time. Do we have any more, uh, any more like, that's cute news that we want to share with the people? Ah, nope. We're, uh, the, uh, the old news tank is dry for this week. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. Um, you know, you were talking about real dolls earlier. Apparently, they <laughs> are making male real dolls now that have, as the article said, an unstoppable bionic penis. 
Uh, God, I don't want a Mike Pence real doll to actually be walking around the White House, the penis like going up and down, up and down, like a little Hitler salute. Well, I did like I did like that uh, one girl saw that and commented. She goes, "This is great. Now we can get all the one-sided coldness from a relationship, but the sex will actually be good." <laughs> and I'm like, "Man, this is it. This is the end. This is the end of the species as we know it. Uh, the last thing that women kind of needed us for." Uh, is about to go because trust me, man, they got it. They don't need us for anything else. And doing a callback to family matters, they did say, you know, what are men good for anyway? And they concluded, well, what we really need to do with men is line them all up along the side of the road so that if you get a flat tire, one of them can step forward to change it for you. That was an episode of Family Matters. Yeah. Who said that? Ah, uh, the the aunt. Oh, Aunt Rachel, because she had a she had a broken heart and she was raising a kid on her own and she didn't think men were good for anything. Right. But I mean, women can change flat tires now. It's a new it's a new time. You know, they got Congress, they got it, man. Um, but if they be... change the tires, then they took my gerb. I will have her. So uh, I wanted to add one other thing. So um, what's her name has declared that she might be running uh, for president in 2020. Who? Uh, oh God, I can't remember her real name. I remember he kept there's, calling her. There's... There's more than one woman now. He kept calling her Pocahontas. Why can't I remember oh, her um, name? Warren Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> asshole. We can't remember a single woman's name right between you and me. It's Fuck. Elizabeth Warren. Oh, Elizabeth my God. Warren. Oh, my God. Well, if there were any women listening, they have tuned out long ago. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren Buffett. So Elizabeth Warren is, is talked about running, and I'm not crazy about it. Um... I don't think right, she's... but that would drive Mar crazy, so that would be wonderful. Well, I don't think she's got the juice, man. Like, uh, Beto O'Rourke has got the juice, and I hate to say it, you can't you just bet. elect a you can't just elect a competent president. President, they got to have that pizzazz. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, someone, sadly, go yeah, ahead. Someone did like a poll of um the top three or four d- possible Democratic presidents, or that people are the most excited for, and like the top three or four were all you know white men so they were saying this is this is sad but keep in mind this is very very early in the campaign cycle like the campaign cycle doesn't really start for another six months and then we'll start to find out who's really going to be running yeah and even then who's in the front running changes constantly it changes wildly as the whole thing progresses well, like at this time last year we didn't even or this time in what was it 2015 we didn't even know trump was running yet um, I mean, we Beto has that because people people want to have sex with Beto. People wanted to have sex with um, with you Obama, uh, and I I guess people want to have sex with Trump. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Remember but he, the uh, the naked statues of Trump they started to put around um, New York and other places. Those are pretty scary. Like the but teeny he, tiny acorn penis. But to people that like him, he between, between the people that liked him and and. Um, well, Russian you got you got to see Trump through um, deplorable goggles. If yeah. you look at um, what's that guy's name that uh, does the paintings of oh, Trump? Oh, the oil paintings. Not even that. Look at the t-shirts he's on, where he's like on a tank with like an eagle behind him, and he's got muscles. And I'm like, yeah, That's that, how they, they they draw him like he's thirty and white instead of orange, and with real blonde hair instead of that weird like dead ferret he keeps around as a family and, memento, and, and real muscles instead of just gloopy, uh, drooping. <laughs> he's, He's got the flab. he's got the body of an overinflated Stretch Armstrong. Let's face it. Yeah, um, that you left out in the sun and it melted, and he's like, "Yeah, to be to be shad." Yeah, he's he just t- he's, yeah, he's kind of he, like his like his body's tweets, full takes of takes a shit and eats his KFC while watching Fox News. It's like his, his body's life. full of Cairo syrup or, or cornstarch, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used to so. have a Stretch Armstrong, and it got like a hole in it, and it kept, started bleeding out. It was weird. Yeah, I had some friends. I brought one for show and tell, and they decided to see how long it could really stretch. And they just, they that's... each grabbed, they each grabbed one of his arms, and they both ran. They ran to opposite sides of the room. Yeah, that's uh, that was an old like medieval um, execution hmm. method. Except instead of four kids, it would be four horses. Although that would have been way funnier and, and, if they'd done instead it with of four a <laughs> instead of a doll, it would be um, a person. You, yeah, your body. It would have been really great if they had done that in medieval times. <laughs> All right, just get four kids and see how far he stretches. <laughs> That, that would be the world's slowest execution. You know how long it would take four kids to pull a grown man apart? A while. In fact, I'm pretty sure the grown man could overpower them at first. It depends on, it depends on how well you motivated the kids. 
I guess it's like well, I would say starve them and then use food, but then if they're starved, I, they're not gonna have. I the think strength. you can. I think you can find kids that go. Listen, kids, if you can pull this man's arm off, your daddy will love you again. And I know some kids that would. I, his, his arms you are know, gone. I, you know, I bet if it was four Spartan kids, they would fuck a guy up really fast. Probably. Well, guys, that's been episode forty-nine of uh, those muckrakers. Uh, we thank you for turning tuning in. Uh, remember, uh, join the cult. Uh, it'll be fun. And uh, if you see Wesley, take all of your gold, melt it down, and bring it to him. In gold bar forms. And if you know any monks, have them burn themselves on his lawn. It would be super funny. <laughs> He'll yep. have to clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I've seen oh, his lawn. He's not gonna, I've he's seen like... his lawn. He's not going to notice. <laughs> okay, think, so, so don't you actually he's... set your monk friends on fire, but do have them show up in his yard and pray to him. He'll be super freaked out. You do you you think that they're going to notice uh, a burned human body among all the wrecked Chevys and farm equipment and dogs? Yeah, and dogs. <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, well, guys, that's it. Uh, tune in next week for a very special fiftieth episode. Um, and yeah, I still don't have a catchphrase, so. I don't know what to tell you.